This is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today, to start turning your dreams into a reality. Hello, ladies and gents. Thank you so much for tuning in to Scratch Your Own Itch. I appreciate it because I know you can be listening to so many other podcasts right now. You can be watching so many other Netflix shows. You can be doing so many other things, but you came in here. And I want you to know that you came here for a reason. Not just because you felt like it. You came here for a real reason, and you gotta be okay with that. You gotta be authority of your own life. And I hate to shit on people, I don't like to shit on anybody, but you should take that as everything happens for a reason. And so I'm excited for you to, you know, be in on this conversation because I have a really awesome guest on today. His name is David Bryson, he's a keynote and motivational speaker who helps your company get clarity on the vision they have for their company. Audience members always walk away inspired, energized with actionable takeaways. And David is the host of the top-rated Why Can't You podcast. Why can't you? Really, ask yourself that. And that, that is an amazing name because he features guests from all around the world who help to educate and inspire listeners by sharing their story and especially the lessons they learn during their journey to get where they are today. So, without further ado, give a warm welcome to the one and only David Bryson. Logan, you're very kind, and I want to thank you for that wonderful introduction. I want to thank your audience members as well, because like you said, they have so many choices about where they can be spending their time. So I thank them with you in advance for spending that time with us. Nice, nice, nice. Virtual high fives all around. Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, 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 uh, David, the first question I got to ask you, man, is, is what's a story from your life, you know, that gives a little uh, underlying message to what brought you up to where you are today? That's a good question, Logan. I guess, uh, you know, when you talked about why can't you and why can't anybody? So I graduated from college and I moved to Los Angeles to pursue an acting career with a 91 red Honda Civic, $2,500 in my pocket, uh, crashed on a friend's couch in Hollywood. Two weeks later, got in a car accident. All that money went towards insurance and deductible. I had about $18 left and I was like, what the heck? 
did I just do? And that would have been an easy point to turn up and, or, you know, turn back and go back to Illinois. But I didn't. And I stuck through. And the lessons I learned, not from being a successful actor, but from pursuing something hard and diligent for two and a half years, that is what changed my life. I, I love, dude, I love that story, dude. We're two peas from the same pod. I, I kind of have a, a similar story, you know, acting background. And um, let's go into that a little bit because I think that's an interesting thing to scratch right now is, uh, is, is what do you think acting really taught you about yourself and having that background? So, yeah, you know, the funny thing is, Logan, so I lived in L.A. for two and a half years. I never even got an agent. I mean, that's how competitive the business is, is that if I sent out, let's say I sent out 25 to 2,700 resumes during a two and a half year span. Maybe I had a couple of meetings, but I never, never had a legit agent. So it teaches you, pers- per, you know, it teaches you uh, persistence and that you are responsible for yourself at the end of the day, as you alluded to before, is that no one is going to, you know, sort of reach down and say, oh, you're the chosen one. You have to create opportunities for yourself. And I think Logan in the day and age you and I live in, I would have loved it if I could have done a podcast back in the early nineties or found if there was like cheaper ways to broadcast yourself or get yourself out there on YouTube. None of this even existed at the time. So it taught you how to be incredibly self-reliant, which I appreciate. Oh man. Oh man. That's huge. That's so so huge so so huge um what is one thing you think that we should know about your area of expertise then yeah i think my area of expertise comes from uh, if you ever watch mark cuban on shark tank he goes you only have to get it right once and so what he's implying by that is you're gonna fail a lot and there's nothing wrong with failing it's just do we learn from our failures and i think the thing that I am most grateful, and hear me, I am grateful for the failures I've had in life, the struggles and the obstacles that I've had to overcome, because I believe those have made me who I am today. So if I can take anything out of a lifetime, I would say, wow, thanks for the failures. And sometimes they come fast and furious, but that's the only way you're going to grow. And growth is the only way I believe that you and I keep progressing forward as, as people, as humans. Oh man, that's <laughs> that. It makes so much sense why you do what you do now. Um, you're just filled with inspiration, man. But um, I think I, I want to kind of like get get inside David's yep. lifestyle, man. And really, my audience shows up because they they realize that I'm willing to talk about the things that we think about a lot, but we right. don't really talk about. And so, and I think that business and mental health actually ties directly with each other. Um, at least I'm trying to make it happen. Um, what is something, uh, maybe a, a story from your life that, you know, you were really down and depressed and, um, you got yourself out of it, or maybe you still struggle with it a little bit. And what is a technique that you use to get out of it? Interesting, Logan. Um, I guess one of the things when I'm in sort of operating in, you know, what I'd call a peak state and I can visualize the outcome, it can happen. Maybe it's not always in the time frame you and I happen, but if I'm sort of in a depressed, 
you know, state and have a bad outlook, nothing good is going to happen. I'll tell you a funny story. So uh, years ago, when I got done living in LA, I moved back to Chicago and I got this idea to write a book. I wanted to write a book to help other actors not make the same mistakes as I. So I wrote a book called The Starving Actor's Guide to Starving, subtitled about being a young, dumb actor in LA, which I excelled at. And I didn't know how else to write it other than autobiographically because I had never quote unquote really succeeded. So I'm like, I'll make it an autobiographical tale and then people can garnish from it what they want. And so I wrote this book. I looked into book publishing. Getting a book published is hard. So this is back in the early 90s before Amazon and you could sort of self-publish it. So you could self-publish a book, physical copies. You could get 2,000 copies on your doorstep for like eight to $10,000. And I had the money, but I'm like, wow, what am I going to do with 2,000 copies of my book? So I said, I need to get some publicity. So I moved to New York City and I started taking copies of my book to every magazine in New York, because they're all, they all publish out of New York at, at its core. And I probably dropped off a hundred and yeah, maybe 150 copies, I believe in just mail mailbox slots around. And one day I'm taking a, a test to be a temp. I think it was called a Kelly temp. I was failing. My beeper goes off. It's the guy who's the senior editor of entertainment weekly. His name is Mark Harris. I had put my book in his mailbox slot. He had read it cover to cover. He called me in and said he would like to buy an extra excerpt of my book. So in selling entertainment weekly, an excerpt of my book, I got more money and sort of more distribution than I would if I had self-published it or even gone through like a, a real publisher. So it just goes to tell you that you never know sort of where the victory is going to come from. But if you stop, there's no chance that any victory is going to come at all. Oh man, this is a crazy story. Wow. Oh man, that's nuts. Like just the, uh, you know, I listened to a podcast the other day that was really interesting about just like how some people take time during the day and they actually believe that they were meant to do nothing on this planet. And, um, and the reason why I'm telling this little story is because I think it all does line up. Right. Um, your grandparents had to meet at a perfect time and fall in love at a perfect time to actually create somebody just that planet on the earth and then met your mom at a, or your dad at a perfect time to fall in love to make you. And then you fell uh, like totally in love with writing, decided to you know start this piece of art and uh, meet this guy and work at this place at a perfect time to actually deliver this, this piece of art and show it to him. And so it's, it's, it all makes sense. You know, when you look at those stars and you connect the dots going backwards, it all makes sense, but it's really hard going forwards, you know? It is. And to your point too, is think about it. I went to Indiana university and I went there to be an acting major. So my degree was in acting. So when I decided to write a book, I mean, always that initial doubt comes in. Like, I don't know, you know, you're thinking I've never written anything before. There's people who are real writers. They have problems getting books published, but you can either sort of believe the lies your brain wants to tell you, or you can tell your brain a, a, a different set of truths that you can act on and those get you to move forward. Or you can just be like, well, I'm not a writer. Nobody's going to read my book. And it would, uh, you know, that book would have died in its infancy. Yep. 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 I dude, I can't agree with you more. 
Um, so I'd really love to ask you, David, though, what, what is uh, one book, though, now that you just just hold really close to your heart and that you can't like you can't just love it more than anything else? So what's that one book that you think everyone should check out? You know what book has fascinated? Uh, well, I want to mention two books. Uh, there's one lately called Story Brand by Donald Miller, and I think he's just sort of re, re, rethinking how we all think about marketing, and it's making sure that we're very customer-centric and putting the needs of our client first, which I think has been overlooked because, you know, when you go on people's websites, it's always, oh, about me, about me. No, if I go to, to buy your product, good or service, I want to know what's in it for me as the consumer. So I think that's an amazing book. And then 20 years ago, Logan, I read a book called uh, Ship of Gold. It was by a, a, a guy wrote it about an engineer from Ohio who dug up uh, a capsized gold ship from 1857 that had gone down in a storm off the coast of North Carolina in 1857. And this guy, Tommy Thompson, the scientist, he had developed like, or he was the first one to utilize side scan ro uh, radar to put down a, a recovery vessel that could go below 10,000 feet. And it was just how this engineer just pushed the edge of what could be done in oceanography. And I just carried that to, you can push the edge to no matter what you want to do in life. I have nothing to do with engineering, oceanography, nor do I want to, but I just loved how this guy just took nothing for an answer. And he's like, we're going to, we're going to find that gold and we're going to pull it off from the bottom of the sea. And he did amazing story. Dude, that is, I, I have not read that second book that you recommend. I'm going to check that out. And I I'm going to throw in a link that someone can click on and be forwarded to Amazon. And uh, if they want to pick that up, they can, they can do so. That's awesome, dude. I, so I kind of want to go into this, um, this sort of like a uh, realm where, where you kind of use maybe a productivity habit to, to get yourself to feeling good. What is one little habit that you think you have that's associated to any success that you may have? Uh, achieved nowadays. Yeah, I would have to say, Logan, the number one thing, if I take time to visualize the outcome as I want it to be, that will be life-changing. And it, I'll tell you a funny story about visualization. When I was a kid in Illinois, like you, I would mow lawns in the summertime for money. Someone would pay me 10, 12 bucks. I'd go mow their yard, right? And, you know, that engine is about 90 decibels. It would drown out any ancillary thoughts to drown out your brain basically and at the time logan i would play soccer and i was never that good a soccer player i was you know i never started i was a little overweight but i i loved the sport of soccer and when i would mow these lawns i would visualize myself scoring goals i would see myself scoring goal after goal after goal after goal i mean if during mowing a lawn i probably saw it happen a thousand times so as a sophomore I got put in, you know, as a scrub, 10 minutes left in the game. We were losing to the best team literally in the state. They were undefeated. It was their 12th game of the year. They had only had three goals scored on them the whole year. And I literally walked into the game and I was like, and you know what? I was like, I'm going to score a goal. I mean, I didn't tell anybody. Ball comes to me. I sort of get out on a half volley, launch it over the goalie, goes right in the back of the net. And all my friends are like, Bryson, they're like, your celebration was so bad. And I was like, it was because I had literally seen myself do that probably hundreds of thousands of times. And when I got on the field, it just became reality. Logan wasn't even a second thought. 
Wow. <laughs> That's so cool, dude. I've never heard any, you know, I've had actually, uh, one person talk about manifestation and manifesting things and, and, uh, Kyle Moog, uh, check that out guys. If you haven't checked out Kyle Moog episode, he worked for Gary Vanichuk and he basically oh, wow. manifested. Yeah, dude, he manifested the, the, these, uh, these senses like through his taste, touch, smell, um, it with all of his five sentence five senses and he sort of like came up with that 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 event that would happen when he did get his dream job and so this stuff works but you got to take action of course you know it does logan it can be really as simple as just you know sitting on the edge of your couch or you know before you go to bed at night just seeing the things that you want to happen and you know making it you know real and just sort of pressing it forward in your mind not like some distant dream making it active because our, what i think is the interesting thing about our mind is it's so powerful and our mind can't tell the difference between what is real and what is imagined. And I think so many of us, we get caught up in, you know, what happened in the past and these, you know, sort of negative stories that it's like, we can sort of create a positive reality for ourselves and sort of trick the brain as it were, because why should I listen to all the disempowering stuff it's trying to tell me? Man, man, man. Yeah. Life is uh, simply the story that you tell yourself, and belief, you know, is simply the story that you tell yourself. And uh, that's why that's why sometimes I think it's it's really hard for people to to um, really deal with. Okay, this is what I want, and this is the only thing I want. And focus becomes a very hard skill to actually nail down. What is one focus habit that you've had in your life that you think uh, has really allowed yourself to find your own truth. Well, I think there's, there's two things. I think, you know, Nelson, you, you know, you grew up and we live in the age of, we don't live in the information age anymore. We live in the age of information overload. And I think if you sit down at your computer and you go to answer an email to me and then you're like, ah, oh, I got to email Dave. And then someone texts you and then someone says, ah, oh, I'd love to be a guest on your podcast show. We all get so distracted. So while I'm trying to accomplish anything in this day and age, I literally turn my phone, you know, down, put it on the other side of the room, close all the windows on my computer and just focus on the one task that I want to get accomplished. Otherwise, Logan, I literally spend the whole day just chasing rabbits down holes. And I was busy the whole day. I was busy for eight to 10 to 12 hours, but did I really accomplish anything towards what I wanted to accomplish? Or was I just reactionary to everything that was inbound? So it's sort of learning. And I mean, I've just sort of been doing more of this lately, learning to take control of my own life and my own time. Man, that's so, that's awesome. That's critical. That's so cool. So I just had two more questions for you, and then we'll round it out and come to a landing. Um, second to last question is, uh, you know, I already plugged your Why Can't You podcast. Is there one Correct. other place, just one place that people can find more about David Bryson? Where would you, oh. where would you refer them? Oh, you're so kind. You can go to David Bryson, the number seven dot com, D A V I D B R Y S O N seven dot com. And like you, Logan, you and I both hang out on LinkedIn a lot. So uh, I'm always posting content on LinkedIn. And I just think that's one of the most underused platforms that is. So you can find me there as well. Cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Um, last question is, uh, is, you know, I'm really scared about this uh, podcast being just uh, self-improvement jargon and uh, nothing actually comes out of it with people. 
like they don't actually do anything with it other than just you know sort of being self-help entertainment so what's uh, one piece of homework that you'd like to give to somebody that's listening right now that if they do this thing uh they will change something in their life I would say, Logan, if they are listening to you and I right now, I would encourage them to take out a pen and a paper and write down three goals that they thought were impossible and just write them down. You don't even have to start visualizing about them today because just by the very fact that they're starting to write these down is going to start triggering things in their brain and they can move into the more detailed visualization process later. But pen, paper, write down three goals that you want to accomplish in the next one to five years and don't judge yourself. They can be big. They can be small. These are your dreams, your goals, write them down. Beautiful. Beautiful. I don't, I don't see any, any better way to really just end it out. Wow. Wow. Man, David, thank you so much for coming on the show. I think this has been just incredible. I want to acknowledge you though, for all your work, man, and what you do to really just, make people better and and improve themselves and being honest with things that you've struggled with, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely incredible. Um, David, I know this won't be the last time we're talking. So thank you, man. Hey, you're welcome. Hey, Logan, you know, you, you said how you said something very nice and they're like, how I want to help other people. And I just want to, one thing on that is when I started, why can't you, I started it to truly help other people, but like you, Logan, it seems like I feel like I've got more out of my podcast than anybody else. Like I have been the blessed one by doing this. I mean, I know other people get benefit out of it too, but I never thought I would get so much out of it. So if you're thinking about doing a podcast, I would highly recommend starting one. There is so much, so much gain in doing it. And I'm not talking about financial gain, just in so many other ways. And I mean, I know you have yours, Logan, so I'm sure you'd agree. It's just, it's only upside. Yeah. Yeah. So, so true, man. So, so true. Yeah. Um, and if you, if you start a podcast, uh, and, and you think it sucks, I want to let you know that everybody thinks that same thing. (laughs) (laughs) So you're not alone. That's Um, right. Nobody, nobody's first podcast is a masterpiece. Exactly. It's actually funny how many people go, Oh gosh, that seemed harder than I thought or, and it is, it really is. And, and, but, but think about the first time you ever tried to walk, you fell on your face. <laughs> That's right. So, That's right. Uh, everyone's first time sucks. And the whole thing is just think about that one thing that you want to get really good at and go for it. And I love that, that little, uh, homework that you give, but we could go on forever. I want to let people get back yep. to their life. Um, thank you again, David, for coming on scratch your own itch. I really appreciate it. Wow, you made it to the very end of the show. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch with your host, Logan Tyler Nelson. To make it to the end? Gosh, that doesn't happen very much nowadays. I mean, especially with the constant distraction. So, I appreciate 
all of the efforts that you just took out of your day to make it to the end. And if you hit that subscribe button and leave a review, you would have no idea what that would mean to me. So thank you so much for taking the time to hit that subscribe button. And if you leave a review, check it out. Just screenshot it, send it to me, and I'd love to host your review out on the show. But don't ever forget, like I say, you matter and you're enough. The main reason for how all this happened Love for all my fans, love for all the shows Got love for all my memories, no matter where I go Even if I'm out to nothing, I know there's always something It's not a fitness test, but it'll always